Hey, welcome to today's podcast. Oh man, this one, get get ready. This was such an interesting thing that happened on so many levels. And I should be cringing even sharing this story. But that is a program that keeps things stuck. If I cringe at all, I know that's the shit I need to share. As soon as you start to feel that uncomfortable, embarrassed feeling, tell yourself, especially like when it's like with your kids, tell yourself, this is it. This is when I rewrite the crap I was raised with because embarrassment and shame activate your ego's like screaming in self-preservation. But with awareness, we can slow that shit down. (laughs) So I have talked about my sister. Um, She's 24. Uh, I talked about her on TikTok and on here. She is on the higher needs end of the autism spectrum. Meaning like she cannot make her own food. She needs help to bathe, stuff like that. She sings and dances all day long, but basic needs we have to help her with. And sometimes she gets upset and acts out. Most of the time, we have no idea why. But she will yell random things, like from her favorite shows. She may shake, make faces, different things her body needs to do for whatever reason. My son is six, and he saw her doing these things the other night. I know this will sound awful to some, which is what most of us get caught on. But hold on with me, okay, for the full story to get the bigger picture. My son started laughing, like at her. I know, I know, take it in. What is your gut reaction? And then hold on to that. I know it's hard for me to even say that, but I'm going to get into why it's important. I was like, oh shit. And my mom got upset, which I knew was coming. And she said, well, we're going to laugh at you when you get upset to him. This is the problem. We assume kids are bad or mean without looking further so we can teach them. The protocol most of us grew up with is to shame everybody so badly that they never do it again. So it like kind of works, but then the kid feels bad about themselves and we never figure out what they are actually thinking, nor do we give them the lesson on what to do differently. And there's this ridiculous irony that most of us were raised with. Kids don't know anything, but they should know everything already. (laughs) Like, right? Like, child development is a real thing. (laughs) Seriously. And this is where old me would have gotten really reactive. In my mind, she is saying my kid is bad and therefore implying that my parenting is bad, right? We start writing and attaching this whole novel to what the person said. I had to not only be an observer of what my own thoughts that likes to do what we've always done or, and this is a fun one, tries to remember, tries to 
actually remember how we handled stuff like this before. And guess what? Same shitty result. (laughs) Everyone's pissed and upset, probably feeling worse, and we still have no better solution. To not get sucked into the emotional madness, I had to zoom the hell out and see everything from a bird's eye view. Slowing down, getting quiet, and watching each of them with empathy and curiosity. How was my kid possibly seeing this? How was my mom possibly seeing this? So I slowed down my mom by validating her to my kid. I could understand my mom's reaction. It still feels like someone's making fun of her child. I totally get that. And I talked about one of my son's friends from school doing something mean to him. And I had to pull my awareness into going mama bear on him instead of looking deeper. I told my kid, Nani, that's what he calls my mom, Nani's feelings get hurt that you are laughing at her child. Just like I would tell someone making fun of you to stop. And then I asked my kid questions to see how he was perceiving this. Because I wasn't sure. And guess what I found out? (laughs) He was not intending to be mean. He thought she was being silly like his friend Alexandra from school that he thinks is super funny. He didn't understand that she is not doing that to be funny or that she may be in pain or distress. How many times do we assume kids already know stuff? Many times it needs to be taught and reinforced for them to get it. I told him her brain works a little differently than ours. And sometimes that makes her feel like she has to do those things to feel better. It might even hurt her when she is very loud and shaky. We don't know, honey. What if we made fun of you for not feeling well? That would be mean. And isn't something you can control at all, right? I know you are not making fun of her. But imagine that when she acts out, that she may be in pain and it makes Nani very worried for her. We would never laugh at that, right? Now what you can do, I told him this, you can ask her or us if she is okay. You can hug her or you can stay away if you're not sure what to do or ask mommy about it. We can't break generational trauma if we don't question why everybody is doing what they're doing. Empathy is the connector. When I could see where my mom was coming from and validated that, she softened and opened her mind 
to watching me take apart my kid's kid reaction. If I would have just shut her down, she never would have watched me with an open mind or heart. I explained to her that he didn't understand as much as she thinks he does. We have to teach what happens with special needs people in general and that it is not the same as someone being silly in class. And making fun of him back only messes up his emotional responses, taking him even further from being a kind, compassionate person. He would be coming from a place of fear and shame and maybe anger for a fully brain-developed adult doing it back to him. The bullshit cycles and cycles. Did it take a little more time and effort? Yes. Yes, it did. I would be lying if I said it didn't. I heard this great analogy. You can do a pot roast in the microwave or in the oven. They both technically cook it. And the microwave is much quicker than slow roasting in an oven. But what would you rather eat? I don't even eat meat, FYI. (laughs) But I still know the microwave would be really gross. (laughs) Technically, it's okay. But wow, the difference, right? Imagine if schools investigated the why when a kid did something. How much we would uncover and be able to redirect I was that kid that wished someone could just see through the things I did. So I try to do that now. Reparenting every freaking body. (laughs) Adults included. And myself. One daily shit show at a time. We can't change what happened with us. But we can change what happens now. So when you see someone kid or adult, doing something not so hot, slow down and get curious to the why. And you will be surprised how differently things go. Amazing. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And as always, I am sending you so much love. Take care, friends.